Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello, and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, where a listener asks, what do you do with a kid who wants all the toys? I've got a second grader who insists all his friend's parents buy all the Pokemon cards, and my husband and I are the worst because we refuse to buy every single thing he asked for. He's got a pile full of Pokemon cards, but they're not the cool ones, I guess. We're not going to change our buying habits, but how do we talk about this with him? Oh, let me just say same on this. I have been there with the Pokemon cards and I have, I would say, one of my kids in particular who is kind of really into things. And I was a kid who was like this and mine was Jordash jeans, gold digger jeans. I really, really wanted to have all the cool clothes that the other kids have. And The first thing I will say that I think I've gotten a little perspective about on this is that being dismissive of the things our kids love is not that helpful. And this is hard for me because I would say Pokemon cards are nonsense. Wearing the right kind of clothes is vacuous and empty. And wanting all of this trash that Target sells is useless. And I did have one of my kids sit me down at one point and say, Mom, can I speak to you? And I said, yes, you may. And they said, when you call my things junk, it hurts my feelings. (laughs) And I kind of laughed, but I also kind of thought, you know, Perspective is a lot easier for a middle-aged mom than it is for a little kid. And so I do think, although I am, as you know, if you listen, I am not the biggest advocate of like, we have to understand our kids and think about their needs. But in this case, I would say, I think that trying to let your kid know that you understand the value of the thing that they're interested in is worthwhile. And so, yeah, you're not going to buy every Pokemon card on the block. There are kids who get everything they want. We have a range of friends and they range from kids who don't have a lot of stuff to kids who I would describe as having a bonkers amount of stuff. And one of the things I try to do is help my kids have a perspective about that. So like, yes, you don't have all the stuff. You have more than many, many kids have and not as much as some. And that is how it's pretty much always going to be. And then help them have some sense and feeling of control over this. One way we have done this is that my son, who was really struggling with this like 
anxiety-driven need around stuff that really was concerning me for a while. Like It's like his dopamine receptors just light up in the target aisle. Like He would make his Christmas list. He, he had always lists of things he wanted, but I think it's to some degree a phase. He has outgrown it to a certain degree, but it's also something I tried to help him contextualize. We gave this thing a name. It was called the grabby greedies. And this was when he would get into a mode where all he could talk about is when are Nana and Papa coming and what are they going to bring me? And when can we go to Target and get this thing that I saw? And I don't have enough Pokemon cards and the other kids have better ones and I need this whole conversation. I would help him label that as, is this something you really need? Or are you just having that grabby greedy thing where your brain just fires up and lights up at the thought of getting new things? I would help him contextualize it in terms of remember three months ago where the only thing you wanted in the world was that specific kind of Nerf gun and we don't play with it that that much. And listen, these conversations, and I always want to say this, it wasn't like we had these conversations and he said, wow, you're so right, mother. Thank you for helping me have that wonderful perspective. Now I know I don't need stuff anymore. It never went like that. We had conversations for years where he would say, I know you're going to say it's grabby greedies, but I really have this thing and I really, really want it. And he would say, I'm afraid to ask you because you always act as if I only want stuff. And But it's something that we just kept in the dialogue. Another thing that can sometimes help with this is charts and allowances around things. So you can have X number of Pokemon cards a week in exchange for you need to water the plants and feed the animal, the cat or the dog every day, or you need to help me unload the car every single time I have groceries. Here are your chores. Because I think one of the things that we have to remember too is kids have very little control over anything really, over what they get, over what they eat, over what they're allowed to do. And so giving my son some agency in this has really helped him. So he gets an allowance of $5 a week. Allowance is very controversial. People have very different thoughts on the amount, but that's what we decided on. And then he can do some extra tasks sometimes to earn a little extra money. And then he can save up and he can get the things he wants. Let me tell you what's coming down after um, Pokemon cards is this virtual money, Fortnite money and Robux money and all this kind of like in their games, they can purchase stuff. And one thing that has really helped us with that is this allowance. Like, do you have money for it or don't you? And are you going to save for five weeks and get the big thing you want? Or are you going to spend it on video game currency once a week and not be able to have the things you want? It allows them to have some agency in it. And then the other decision that we've made, not sure if it's right for your family, is that at gift time, you can ask for whatever you want. So I had a kid who was very into LOL dolls for a while, which I was never particularly a fan of for many different reasons, which I won't go into. And I kind of was like, I don't think I want my kid to have them. And my husband said, you know what? I think if that's what they want to use their birthday money or their birthday asks on, you should stay out of their way and not be like, that's a junky thing that doesn't have any value to me. Therefore, I will not allow it. And so in these ways, you help your kid start to understand the connection and the value of if I have this much money, if I have this many gifts allotted in a year, what do I want to use them for? And if there are a couple of years where they want to use them on Pokemon cards and you think that's bonkers, I would get 
out of their way on this. Set your firm boundaries. Of course, you don't want to be a parent who's like, okay, whatever you want, I'm getting you. But find some access points where your kid can make independent decisions about, okay, I have some resources and some control over being able to get the things I want because eventually they're going to make these decisions on their own. And the earlier they can practice those skills, I'm all for it. I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or ask them on our Facebook page and you may hear your question addressed in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.